Thank you very much. Appreciate being invited here. Uh, thanks, Mark. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things that everybody should be aware of that I wasn't, and now I'm getting very in tune with. During this last 36 months, uh, you've heard about all of these uh, PPP loans and government programs for COVID and all kinds of structures that set up billions and billions of dollars to put out into the economy to support American entrepreneurship. Well, the fact is virtually none of it has been allocated yet. That's, as you know, it takes government a long time to go to work. The PPP loans went out quickly, the first wave of them, and then the second wave. But there's other programs that I was made aware of recently that the U.S. Treasury started to allocate that really woke me up. And let's start with this. Treasury has a mandate to support American entrepreneurship, not just in Silicon Valley and in Massachusetts, but everywhere. And as you know, since the 1950s, 1954, the majority of venture capital, almost 90% of it, has gone to these coastal mandates, these coastal jurisdictions, these coastal geographies. And so states like New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, California received almost all of it. And indeed, many of the great American companies were born there. However, what's changed is policy. I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't invest a dime in California today or in New Jersey or in Massachusetts. And oh, I'm sorry. I mean, well, New York, never. In fact, I, 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 I actually had a project three, three years ago in upstate New York with an energy deal uh, with the government there to build a data center off hydro behind the grid hydro. It was so punitive, the policy, so chaotic with legislators there, we moved it to Norway. We left 20 million in the ground. I will never go back to New York and put a dime in that place. That is a hellhole. So the way I look at it, it's uninvestable. How so do you really feel? Why? Look, I'm just telling you the truth. I think I'm known for that by now. That my point is, why give money to a company that's going to be successful in Massachusetts when in the post-pandemic world, 40% of their employees work remotely. Why not put it in a place where they want your money, the policy's stable, the taxes are competitive, and the government wants to work with you? These are the so-called flyover states. North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana. These are places now where the governors, which are essentially the CEOs of the, of the, of the state, will sit down with you and say, look, we would like to work with you to build up venture investing here. Now, let me tell you a story that I think is very easy to understand. This has, remarkably, a Shark Tank start. Seven years ago, I didn't know anything about North Dakota. I didn't know where Fargo was, except it was a movie and it was a joke, a cold place. This company comes on Shark Tank called PRX Performance. They make gym equipment for small footprint condominiums so that the gym folds up into the wall. Brilliant idea. They had IP. I invested in them. It went from zero in sales to $50 million in 36 months. I flew up to Fargo and said, wow, what's going on here? In February, I went there. I went ice fishing. I met the commissioner. I met the governor. And they said, what else can we do here? I said, a lot if we can keep finding the PRXs. Now, here's some data about North Dakota you didn't know. 
It's the fourth largest GDP per capita in America and will be number one in 36 months. Why is that? Billions of dollars of fracking income. The only geography in America that has salt caves to take the carbon excess and put it underground. The citizenry there, there's only 750,000 of them, get paid a royalty if a salt cave is used to put inert carbon underneath them. They love the program. There is no EPA involved. The only state in the union with its own bank. They're some of the richest Americans in America. And they like business. So, the very first award from Treasury towards a new mandate to invest in entrepreneurship was awarded to the state of North Dakota, $45 million. The legislature there put out an RFP. I won it. Why? Because I knew where North Dakota was. And I had success in a lot of different businesses by then. So my first message to all of you is, I have money to put to work. I really want to put this money to work as fast as I can, which means I'm moving businesses to Fargo, massive data center, second largest Microsoft campus in America, Fargo. Largest manufacturing of biotech vaccines, Fargo. Fantastic workforce, inexpensive, great taxes, stable policy. Get a meeting with the governor and the legislature in 24 hours. We get deals done. Let me give you an example. $600 million project. What is the new oil in, in, in North Dakota? It's data. The pyramid that was built in the 50s, this was contemplated in 1954, finally finished in 1973, where the ICBM missiles were placed, was a giant facility at that time cost $5 billion to make. It was operational for 10 days. It was set up that way so that the Russian satellite could see what we had here in the U.S. and say, oh, shit, and they signed the peace accord. It was then decommissioned. For decades, people have tried to buy it. It's the most secure site in America. Who owns it? I own it. What are we going to be doing now? We're going to be working with the governor to build the largest secure data center in America there, a $600 million project. Now, to actually get that permit, you would think would be impossible, but no. This is a legislature that wants to do business. My job is to attract that $600 million because it pencils out to 11 to 17%. The contracts come from companies like Amazon, the IRS, the state bank. The data center is secure. There's never any earthquakes there. So if you're interested in investing in something like that, where the government is your client, talk to me about it, because that's what I'm doing. The first place I went was to Abu Dhabi. They like this kind of thing. They love this project. But obviously, with CFIUS rules, it has to be primarily American. So I have to make sure that I get all of this capital from there. These are the kinds of things you can do in these states. So that's topic number one. If you need to get a hold of me, Mark knows how to get a hold of me. I want to deploy that $45 million El Pronto because there's a lot more behind it. Next up, how many of you know about the employee retention credit? I'm glad to hear that because most people don't know anything about it. I have hundreds of companies in our portfolios. So what I'm going to be doing with this, I've sat down with a team that works directly with the IRS. I'm going to set up infrastructure to process these applications for all of my companies, all of them, because these funds are only available for another 26 months. 
up to $10,000 per employee, even if you took down the PPP. Processing this paperwork is a total pain in the ass. It is really hard to do. So what we've done is actually linked directly into the IRS computers. We finally got that permission, so we're working in partnership with them to process these. We track it. The company directly gets up to 10000 per employee, a one-time payment, no repayment required. It's a form of COVID funding that the government has now opened up, even if you have the PPP. I encourage every one of you to tap into this. Now, if you don't want to do it yourself and set up your own team, contact me. I'll do it for you because I'm building basically a giant call center because you have to find out, A, are you, are you, can you actually apply for it? Do you have the correct payroll records? There's a whole bunch of rules that you have to get done, but my team will do it, and then we'll tell you, can you get it or not? We'll be able to process it in about four days. And then you wait 90 days to 110 days to get the dollars. This is a fantastic program. There's billions left, and virtually, you saw, we only had about 4% of this room even knew about it. So um, I'm setting up a site for this one called WonderFunder. I love that. WonderFunder.com. It'll be up in about four days, and we've, we have a giant call center set up. Those are my two messages, but I'm really interested in working with any of you that want to do infrastructure, want to work in these flyover states, because I have four more states coming onto our platform, in order to get this RFP successfully, I had to invest millions in compliance infrastructure. Working with the federal government and managing treasury dollars is more complicated than you think. It's incredibly detailed in terms of the transparency and compliance and monthly reporting and mark-to-market on every position. But once you have the infrastructure in place, I can load in any new deal I want, which is why I'm asking you to consider me for co-investments or I'll invest in you. If you've got a startup, one to five million dollar snack bracket, I'm there. Kev, you have a TV appearance at two, I think, right? You're, oh, shit. Yes, you're okay. right. Okay, thanks, everybody. <laughs> you have any questions? Do you have, you have time for one or two? And then you're welcome, if you have time, you're welcome to come back when you're done with Oliver. But uh, Jack Wyatt? Yep. Kevin, do you consider Ohio to be a flyover state? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's good because it is. <laughs> I mean, listen, if, if any of you are in states and you want me to help you tap that U.S. Treasury money, I can do that. I have a whole team that's been working with U.S. Treasury. So I just found out Florida may not have tapped theirs. There's a whole bunch of this money waiting to go. It's 45 to, to $80 million tranches. But getting it is a total hassle, even if you're the state government. You have to work with them. So Any, any substantive questions? Yes. It's a pre-tape, Mark, so I'll push you. it. I'll push it. Any other questions? Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's surprising. Wow. Yes, sir. Oh, Eli. What about for the film industry? The film industry. The film, any industry, all, all 11 sectors, all 11 sectors. It, look, if you're going to tap the, the first U.S. Treasury allotment, it's got to be North Dakota, which means it has to be set up in Fargo or Bismarck or anywhere else. But we have done, we've, we're moving a manufacturer of tacos from what, from a, you know, I won't say which firm, but you've, you've heard of them. They're moving their manufacturing into North Dakota to tap these funds. It's smart. And the taxes are lower. I mean, think about it. If you put a business in Boston 
and your entrepreneur is successful, Elizabeth Warren punishes you for success with a super tax. She hates business. Why would you go there? Yeah. All right, Mary? Yeah, Missouri is interesting. Um, the other question about Missouri is power, obviously. For the infrastructure projects, a stable power costs between 3 and $0.04 cents a kilowatt hour. That's, you know, for the big infrastructure, they need stable contracts for 20 years. North Dakota has that. Kevin, uh, what about the uh, CHIP Act and the Infrastructure Act? Uh, which state do you think could benefit most from those, as well as the um, Inflation Reduction Act? I mean, yeah, the, you know, the Infrastructure Act is so nascent that no one's figured it out yet. I mean, there's controversy already about the CHIP allocations, right? I mean, it's sort of Intel really stepped up for that, and they're, they're getting a barrage of flack. But there's more to that act and also the, the Inflation Act. I think they called it the Anti-Inflation Act, but it's inflationary. That act has money in it, too. I've never dealt with the government before. I'm really liking it. And what I've learned is that if you're willing to invest in the infrastructure to, to plug into their compliance systems, you can be a great, great vendor to them. I've never done it. I've never, I, you know, I, I was so frustrated at doing it, but I hired a great team, and they did it. I can't claim I did this myself. Yes. Say it again? How can we connect with you? Oh, you go through Mark. Yeah, just he'll, he'll, connect, he'll connect us. This, okay. You'll do that, right? Yeah, or, sure. Okay, or, you know. Yeah. I, I want to just mention something. So the, the ERC, um, we haven't even had a chance to talk about this, but Gino, who had that fund that we were working with, with uh, Mike Pompeo, Yeah. we just started a company that's doing the same thing. We put $4 million into the infrastructure. It makes sense, but it's such a short fuse. It is. And and the program is less than 5% utilized. Less than 5%. And I I do have a question for you. Are you guys also providing advances against that? So if a company doesn't want to wait the six to nine months to process... There's there's compliance issues with that. We looked into it. The, the the one th- it's it's six percent allocated right now. It'll never all get used up because nobody you'll never get to tell everybody about it. The, the advantage that that uh, you know I, I might as well be blatantly honest with you. The reason I'm getting these governors on board and this program as well is I have millions of social media followers and I'm very fortunate to be on television all day long. So I can help these companies reduce their their customer acquisition costs. That's the whole idea. Social media is more powerful than any television network today. And so if you can get that message out there about a program like that or the Ohio mandate, so I can sit down with Bergam and his team and say, okay, let's hit Fox, let's hit CNN, let's hit CNBC. But more importantly, let's get LinkedIn where all the managers are and let's do Twitter and let's do Facebook and let's do TikTok and blow it all out there and then acquire these leads. And so we've, we're already up to 100 decks. It's only been, we announced the program at 9 o'clock on Thursday. We have 100 leads for businesses in North Dakota, of which maybe three will make the cut, because, you know, every guy and his dog has a deal. But some of them are good, and that's the whole point. And I'm, I'm very excited about this whole thing. Social media married with, with, you know, funds can be very powerful. And I think Mark knows this better than anybody. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Come join our 361 firm community of investors and thought leaders 
We have a lot of events created by the community as we collaborate on investments and philanthropic interests. Join us.